This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation. The declaration of a state of emergency by the president is, I believe, an alarming abuse of executive power. This executive overreach disrespects the authority of the Congress for public spending decisions. That's in Article One of the Constitution. This is a presidential circumvention of the legislative branch. That's a breach. That's a breach of over 200 years of norms, practices, and precedents upheld in the Constitution. So members of Congress must treat this for what it is, an unconstitutional action and dangerous precedent. They must not respond as members of a particular party, but as elected representatives of the people charged to govern and protect the citizens to maintain the carefully crafted balance of power between the three branches of our federal government. That was done for a reason. To uphold the rule of law, which is literally now at stake, and to, quote, support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the oath of office they all agreed to before they were members of Congress. When executive power seeks to become a law unto itself, the future of our democracy is really put at risk. And that's where we are right now. Therefore, such a dangerous action must be rightly and strongly challenged by the other two branches of government, by the judiciary and by the Congress. Also by the integrity of both political parties and the resilience of other institutions like the press and all the organizations of civil society, because this is also a moral crisis. Attempts by the president to reallocate funds from other places, some of which were benefiting vulnerable people who are still in trouble from national disasters and crises, is simply wrong and should be resisted. Our faith communities on the southern border, which I've seen, are already responding to a humanitarian crisis being made more difficult and dangerous by presidential words and actions which have separated families, put immigrants in cages, blocked those seeking legal asylum, and racially divided our nation yet again. The government's own data shows that unauthorized crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border are at a 20-year low. There is no national emergency on the southern border that will be solved by a wall. That's a presidential lie and must be named as such. I've just watched Donald Trump give an extraordinarily self-absorbed and autocratic speech and press conference. He admitted, I didn't need to do this, but I'd rather do it faster, in reference to his building his border wall. We are now, the president says, in a national emergency. So there are clearly constitutional issues that have to be resolved. Rule of law questions, legal precedents, the judiciary, the Congress will have to do all of that. But I think we also need a faith response to this ongoing moral crisis, which has just been compounded by a constitutional crisis. 
a group of elders from faith communities across so many of our Christian families has just issued a call to prayer, fasting, and action during the upcoming season of Lent on behalf of the most vulnerable, on behalf of democracy and the common good. So let me just share with you what this call to prayer and action says and take it to heart. Um, Listen to it carefully and decide what you might be able to do in response to this. Your pastors, your churches, or just in your own families. Here's what it says. Today, we believe our national crisis calls for prayer, fasting, humility, and repentance. With the season of Lent before us, we ask how we can apply Lenten spiritual practices to our lives and to the dangers facing our democracy. We pray for the soul of the nation and the resilience of our government's processes. We pray that we may have the wisdom to discern and speak the truth and the courage to stand for it in our public squares. We pray that we may be bridges that bring God's love to our angry national discourse. We also call upon church leaders to stand up to the misuse and abuse of political power in protection of the constitutional checks and balances of government and for the common good. We call on clergy to pray and preach the gospel message and lead their churches to serve as the conscience of the nation. We call upon clergy to offer prayers that our political leaders will make decisions not for their own self-interest, but for what is right for the nation and those whom Jesus called the least of these. We must pray and ask God to take us deeper and prepare us to give a response that comes not from the left or the right, but because we are first and foremost followers of Jesus. Prayer and fasting will help us find the spiritual vigilance and the spiritual availability that are necessary for action. That call to prayer and fasting and action seems more timely now than ever since the president's speech. I believe we are indeed in a state of emergency, not because of a fictitious so-called invasion on the southern border, none of which is true. The state of emergency, the real one, is Donald Trump himself, the president of the United States. He presents us now with a state of emergency because of his leadership. Therefore, this call by church elders to prayer and fasting in action, beginning in Lent, is more timely than ever. I encourage you to take this call. Find it, the full version on sojo.net. Take it to your pastors, your congregations, to your families, and let us pray in preparation for the courageous action that we may be called upon to take in the days and weeks and months ahead. This is Jim Wallace for the soul of the nation. God bless you.